Hello, welcome to the Regroup Podcast with Zane and GT. Hello, Zane. Hello, GT. How's it going? Good. Good. You, you survived from the weekend yeah, yet? Yeah, tired, long drive. Um, had to sit next to some bloke for a while. But, Did you? Uh, yeah, got, got oh. through it. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it's a, it's a long drive. Yeah. Australia's a big country. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Um, got a um, very special guest joining us this episode. Mm. Um, had a great... Great event mm, on the weekend. Mm-hmm, Probably better mm. than us in a shitbox. Probably, probably MB, MVP of the MVP, rally, I'd well, say. We'll get yeah. to that. But Not too anyway, bad. Possibly. He's blushing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome along, Taylor Gill. Hello, boys. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no dramas. Yeah, so obviously we're talking about the... Um, uh, we're jumping into it pretty quickly, but we, uh, Zane, myself, Taylor, all competed at the um, the first round of the Australian Rally Championship on the weekend in Canberra. Uh, pretty eventful weekend from for all concerned, and um, yeah, really good way to kick off the season with with a lot of action, um, some good results for some of us, and um, some ordinary results for others. So. Mm. A lot of drama. There was a lot of drama on the weekend. Was, we love the first drama. Day. Yes. We love drama. That's Everyone why we does. go rallying. Yeah. So yeah. it's very exciting. Mm. Mm. So. Look, I'd like to kick off maybe, um, look, we'll, we'll sort of do a run, run over of the weekend, obviously, um, and who won, who, who lost, who, who um, could have done who better. Who won? Guess who won. Who won? Who, who could know? I think I'll ask you, uh, so, so Zane and I were competing together in my Magna, and Zane was navigating for me, and after the first few stages, I didn't have a clue what was going on. I'm like, who's winning Zane? He's like, who do you reckon? <laughs> Yeah, wasn't a shock. Same bloke is always winning. Yeah. Yeah. No shock. And yeah. I, look, and, and I naturally said, "Oh, look, um, you know, Taylor, he's got to be oh, in the front. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's yeah, in a winning car. He's up there. Yeah, no, nah, until he, he attacked the wildlife. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyway, yeah. So, so look, I think it, it's 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 something that doesn't need to be said, but it's important we say it anyway. Mm. Toyota, shout out to Toyota. Mm. Incredible team, incredible drivers. Harry's mm. a legend, mm. and we can't forget that they deserve what they're getting mm. because they didn't just it wasn't a walk in the park they still had a rally just because nothing happened to them like you know they, they still they, they have the whole package they're, they're professional yeah. Um, like yeah they, they don't just rock up with a fast car they've got the, the whole team behind it and everything and Neil Bates drives a Peterbilt so I'm a big fan of that he drove that he drove that oh, out there truck yeah, like a boss truck driver Neil. Yeah, yeah. No, some of the impressive. places he gets that truck when we go pre-event testing is pretty impressive <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he drove it mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What, what's your opinion on some of the like the leading uh, protagonist, uh, Taylor? Like, we got uh, we got Harry in first, and uh, who finished second? Oh, some, oh, it's some bloke. Some yeah. bloke drives in circles normally. Yeah, I think he's driving again today. Mm. He, he won again today. He's driven so. a few, he driven a few cars today. in his time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the advantage, I think. So, so Shane, um, the star, star mm. of the weekend. Most articles. Impressive, I think. Yeah. Most yeah. articles per um, rally for Shane. Yeah. Then um, is it is it Australia's? I mean, according to Zane. Uh, Australia's best rally driver is um, a certain South Australia, ex-South Australian. Um, Steve Glennie. Yes, yeah, Steve. So the Steve, second Steve, best driver in the Australia, best driver Brendan, Australia Reeves, Brendan Reeves, yes. had a few problems, but he's still on the podium. Still on the podium. <laughs> yeah, f- fantastic representation. And then fourth place, Taylor, yourself. All oh, right. Very incredible. Nice work. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're pretty um, surprised, I think, to, uh, to wind up in fourth place at the end of the weekend, but... As, like as you, as you say, like Canberra's just one of those rallies where you can just plot, a, plot around, you know, stay out of trouble, and um, and you sort of automatically end up with a good result. So. Mm. Yeah, I, think you, I think you did a little bit more than plotting around. Yeah, um, plotting, right? yeah. but what, what what are your thoughts on the top three? Anyway? Just ignore yourself. What are your thoughts on the top three? Uh, I think Harry to win 
pretty expected, I think. Um, you know, you could look at the strong entry list before the event and think, oh, I think he's going to get a challenge here. Um, mm. And obviously, other, other guys had dramas, but, you know, he knows those roads back to front um, and those forests, and that's what, you know, the car was built on those roads out there. Um, and, you know, I think everyone knows the pre-event prep that, that Harry does and that he puts himself through, which was really good. Um, I think Shane in second, probably unexpected to an extent. Um, obviously, everyone knows that he can drive a car. But I think, yeah, I think it was a smart drive from him. He sort of drove around like he's, you know, no worries. He's not there for any reason other than just to have yeah, a steer. He, so he avoided he just stayed out of trouble. He? Yeah, and he, and he wound up second. And then, um, and then yeah, Brendo in third. Same thing, like, I think it's it was good, definitely good that he's in the top three because, you know, hopefully that sort of convinces Hyundai that they should um that, that they should come back. Um, obviously, yeah, I think he had some issues on the Saturday, maybe even had some small issues on the Sunday. So it wasn't perfect for him, but, yeah, still um, yeah. good for him to, to wind up in third. But Brenda was having brake issues from what we understand. Mm. Mm. Um, boiling the fluid after, like, five kilometres of every stage and then just, yeah, really losing brakes. So... What he was going through, I, I think they fixed that. But um, something uh, uh, that Rally Sport Mag came out with an article today, uh, yesterday possibly, about mm. how if you ignore Saturday, quite difficult. There's a lot do. of drama on Saturday. Of, there was there was SS5. There was a lot yeah. of rain. We really struggled through it. And I mean, uh, sorry, going off on a tangent here, uh, saying how well SVG did is that like he he drove that stage. It's like mm. there was zero grip. You know, yeah, you drove it down. Yeah. Like we, we, we yeah, that was a flip and slide. So obviously you you've just graduated high school, um, mm. or not not quite yet. So you've only yeah. done three rallies, but that was the <laughs> slipperiest stage I've ever seen. Yep, same here. Slipperiest uh, stage you've ever seen. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I've done slippery corners before, but corner after yeah, corner was insane. Of just ridiculous. Yeah, after not a lot of rain, like it's yeah. sort of we left service, and I mean, well, I decided not to put new tyres on the thing. She'll be right, and then instantly yeah. regretted it as, as we headed yeah. out. It was bucketing and down. And I think that that highlight of the, the experience from, from Shane, not just rally experience, but mm. he's got a little bit of rally experience. He's not brand mm. new like everyone says he is, mm. but he's got a little bit. But just the overall experience he's mm. got to, natural to adapt yeah. instantly mm. to that change mm-hmm. of surface and not send it into a bush. Yeah, that's it. Because a lot of new drivers would have sent it into mm. a bush and did mm. send it into a bush. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, oh. Anyway, so back on topic. Ignoring Saturday, mm. on Sunday, if you look at the top three, they were separated by six seconds. Overall. Overall, I think well from the from the first stage Sunday to the end of first stage Sunday to the power stage six mm. seconds. Over yeah, the so top Harry oh, wow. uh, about four and a half back to Shane, and then uh, was couple, six and a half back to no. you know to Brenda. Yeah, oh, six and a half off Harry. Overall, yeah, yeah. So that would have been spicy. That would have been a yeah. good, good end to the rally, and maybe seen yeah. a bit more spirit of driving mm. uh, from all. So three if you then. had if it wasn't an endurance event, it mm. would have been a very close mm. close day, basically. Mm. Um, which is good because there was, uh, I think Harry got two stage wins, mm. Brendo got two stage wins, and Shane got two stage wins. Yeah. Which, if we're looking at the last two years of competition, three years of competition, mm. that's good, isn't that's it? That's quite a lot, quite yeah. a lot of um, variety there. So that mm. was very exciting. Yeah. Where was your stage win, Taylor? Uh yeah. Look, it was um. <laughs> you just, it was, you just it was held back. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, just briefly on on, on that, I um mm. I didn't know until I read in a rally sport article. Um, a couple of days ago that I I only got 12 of the 13 stage wins in production cup. Um, there was oh, one no, stage on Sunday that I missed by a second. Time to hang up the boots, I reckon. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we, we backed the pace down on um, on Sunday, but if I hadn't known that, like, oh, yeah. like a second, mm. like all you got to do is break a metre later on every corner and there's <laughs> a second. Who was that? Who was, who was, who was, uh, who got the stage win? Do you know? 
uh, Carl Carey, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah, wow. Okay. Go. Yeah, right. Done quite well. Yeah. I thought it, it was been... on. Um, it was on. I think it was on that Wamboyne stage, the spectator stage. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. yeah, if we're talking, I, I thought it might have been Tim Wilkins, who, if we're talking about um, other people who did really mm. well in the rally, sixth outright. Um, good showing in, in a new car for the first time. A good, good um, start yeah. to his New South Wales campaign, that's for sure. And, you know, kept. Kept you honest, I'm sure, Taylor. And um, yeah, good to be out on the top step. He, um, um, Tim's been in the sport for a long time, so yeah, congratulations to him and Jim, and did a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think so. He was definitely sort of one of the guys I was looking at before the event of thinking, oh, okay, you know, he could be definitely quite quick. And yeah, his his times were quite solid across the whole weekend. So, where, what were your before the event? What were your goals? Uh, I. Going into the event, I was thinking a top three in production cut would be a, a pretty nice result. Um, as far as the outright, I, was, I didn't really look at the outright list thinking I should place here or there, but you know, probably top 10 outright would have been would have been cool. But um, I just wanted to finish the event more than anything. Like I've done, I've done six rallies and three of them have been in Canberra. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just to get to the finish would have been an. You'll have a smooth the ride so. one day, mate. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like everyone bangs on about how much they hate Canberra, but I've done fifty percent of my rallying career in Canberra, so I'm starting to like it. Yeah. <laughs> they are really good roads. I like the road design, the flow, especially out in Tidbin Villa. Um, you can really sink your teeth into them, but just I guess the roughness mm. of Coward and you know the the narrowness of uh, Tidbin Villa can catch you out really well there. But um, yeah, and the yep the surface in um in that Tidbin Villa, that Brindabella side is really weird. Like I find mm. um. In the in the dry, like as you know, it's quite a sandy sort of surface. You can't really get the car to bite into it. You mm. you kind of just skate across it. So, but as you say, they're great stages out there. Like I love them. That Oaky Creek stage that we did, but you know, in previous years, Cottage Five Ways, Super Billa, just you can get into a really nice rhythm with them. Can yeah. Well, I um, I this is my first time in Canberra, and I've I've heard so much about how rough it is. It was actually less rough than I thought. You know I mean? <laughs> it was just built up. Yeah, I've heard all these yeah. war stories. The, oh, you'll die. Go over a rut and your yeah, car yeah. explodes. Oh, yeah. it wasn't that bad. Uh, look, and it's one of those things and everybody says on the weekend like that in Canberra, every rally, we say, you've got to make it to the finish. So, you know, to first win, you must first finish. But... In Canberra, that is a real deal. You, yeah. you, you've actually got to approach it with, you know, you still got to go fast. It's still a race. you still got, you know, you still um, got some pretty fast dudes doing it. But, yeah, you actually got to go to the end. I've got to have a shout-out to the people that say, oh, just get it to the finish. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah, before you said that, <laughs> I didn't... Uh, what, where are we going to the finish? Where are we going? Hey? What's that? Yeah, thank you. What's I appreciate that. that. Yeah. Um, also wanted to, um, so obviously you had a really su successful rally, uh, Taylor, um, as we've sort of pointed out, uh, capping off on that fourth, fourth outright, uh, first production cup, got a, got a bit of prize money there, which will might help out, um, seeing as you almost didn't make it to the event. You want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so um, on the, the Wednesday night, um, finished work, um, we had the truck and everything packed, stuck home, have a shower, no worries, on the way, about a five-hour run from, um, from our place to Canberra. So dad, dad was driving the truck um, and I was in, in my car, which is our, our recce car. And I was about 40 minutes in front of him. We're about two hours out, out of Canberra. And um, anyway, I, I decided I'm going to pull over for a, for a spot of dinner. No worries. I'm sitting there. Anyway, phone rings. It's dad. Answer it. Um, and he goes, yeah, uh, I think the truck's just blown up. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I just... Um, 
started making a weird noise and then I, uh, I put the clutch in and it stalled out and it's just pumping smoke out of an engine breather. Oh, awesome. Anyway, hang on. I'll, I'll ring you back in, I'll ring you back in 10 minutes. Yeah, no worries. So I'm sitting here munching me nuggets and I am just thinking, what are we going to do? There is so much stuff. There's cars, there's tools, there's spares, there's this, there's that. And the truck is stopped on the side of the hill. What are we going to do? And anyway, so he rings me back and he says, yeah, no go. Can you turn around? No worries. So I turn around and I drive 40 minutes back down the road the wrong way. Um, this is about nine o'clock at night at this time, 9.30. And um, anyway, I get there and he's on the phone. He was on the phone to um, Richie Dalton, who helped us out a lot. The truck ended up getting towed back to his yard um, in Sydney. And trying to sort the situation and we're trying to um trying to get a towie to to get this truck towed and we couldn't really get anyone guys are start, sort of saying you know i can do it at six o'clock in the morning i can do it at nine o'clock in the morning it's like no nah, we need it gone now um you know because we had to do recce at seven o'clock the following morning or eight o'clock the following morning and anyway next minute he gets on the phone to this guy and this guy says i'll be there in an hour perfect wow. done wing the truck doors open ramps out car goes out we just started piling everything out onto the side of the Hume at yeah, 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. And we had the rally car out. We had, I've never seen the truck as empty as it was. <laughs> and um, yeah, so sure enough, this, this guy comes and he takes the, takes the truck. And, but it was really weird because earlier in the week, me and dad had been talking about um, trucks getting towed because you think of like the size of like a B double, like imagine the size of the truck, you would need to tow that away. Um, and next minute, here we are watching our truck get loaded onto a tow truck. Oh, up on top of yeah, a truck towing truck. Yeah, literally. Um, How exciting. So, yeah, just lifts the front up and, yeah, pulls it along. And um, so, yeah, that was gone. And then we were on the side of the road. And then about just before midnight, um, Ryan Williams, uh, Brad Jones, and Matt Whitten rocked up. They bought their van, their car trailer, and, um, and Matt bought his car. And they came and picked us up off the side of the road. We had... His car, my car, loaded to the roof. We had Ryan's van loaded. Car was on his trailer. And, yeah, we pulled into Canberra at about uh, 3 o'clock Thursday morning and then turned around for a uh, 8 o'clock recce. Wow. Yeah, that was – um. yeah, I don't recommend trying to do recce on four hours sleep. Yeah, that's crazy. So they were on their way or they, they – So they were already in Canberra. Oh, um, okay. And they were pretty well the only people we knew of that were sort of there and available. So – um. And, you know, we're good mates with them as well. So, yeah, Dad Dad just rang him and said, like, we need a huge favour. And, um, and, yeah, they jumped straight on it. So, yeah, if it wasn't for them, we really might not even have made it. And how did you get home or is the car still there? He's leaving it there. Uh, so we had um, a couple of our service crew hadn't left yet because they were coming up on the Friday. So um, one of them bought a car trailer and another one bought a box trailer and we just loaded that, yep. loaded all that stuff up. And, actually, we had stuff in Ryan's van as well because they always every time they go to Canberra um, or anywhere down south they always stop and stay a night a night at ours on the way home so oh, okay. they dropped all some stuff off as well so yeah we've got it all but it, everything is just packed into the shed because usually all this stuff lives in the truck yeah, um, yeah so yeah the garage is a bit of a mess at the moment wow what a, what a way to start a weekend <laughs> yeah and I reckon from but, there on I mean as perfect. I said oh, not quite yeah, not quite I, I said, not quite <laughs> I, I remember uh uh, well, we when we arrived at the uh, end of what it was SS three, and we saw a young fella scratching his head and uh, car jacked up, and it was panic stations a little bit, wasn't it? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Again, more stories, yeah, more bit. stories, mate. Well, ex explain. Yeah, so we're about um, 
the 2K from the end of um, stage three. And we were actually, we were setting a cracking time. I think we were running um, fourth or fifth in the split times for the stage. Pretty, pretty close um, to Harry, a couple of, a couple of turns off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but no, I think we would have been on for a top five stage time if we had it obviously kept to the end. And yeah, you, there was this real, it wasn't super steep, but it was kind of lots of short, fast corners. Um, and it led down to this right two. And I'm coming down and I was picking my way and I was I was pushing pretty hard. Like I was having a fair dip. And then um yeah, just literally just made a mistake, couldn't get it pulled up in time. Um and yeah, just yeah, basically gave the greenery a bit of a sniff. Um, got close to a tree and a bank and yeah, it sort of smashed the front guard in, but it, it pulled the control arm um out of the chassis. So it it's sort of like two two big rib nuts in the chassis where the control arm bolts to and it actually pulled those out of the chassis. So, um, yeah, got it out of the stage. How'd you get it, like, back to service? You got it out of the stage, but then (laughs) we thought you were stranded there. Yeah, so I got it out of the stage and just jacked it up. And I actually, the first thing I saw was a a broken link pin, sway bar link pin. Obviously, I saw all the the guard was all smashed in, but I wasn't really fussed about that. But I saw a broken link pin, and I thought, okay, maybe we got really lucky here. And then I I, I went around the back, um, and that was when I saw the control arm sort of half hanging off, and I thought, oh, no that's it like how do you how do you even repair that you know that goes into the chassis um so anyway i jumped straight on the phone to dad and said you know this is what's happened and i said i i, I might be able to drive it back i got it out of the stage um we're only about yeah, 2k from the end of the stage so um i think we we still set a seventh fastest time in there we were still the quickest production cup car so mm. we really didn't lose that much and then um yeah and then i drove the car uh 50 minutes back to the service park and it was it was pretty sketchy like <laughs> Um, the car sort of wouldn't turn right. And then when I put my foot on the brakes, it would just swing hard to the left. So um, every intersection, every roundabouts roundabout, around Canberra. Yeah. Every roundabout was like from like a kilometer out. I'm just slowing down, going down the gears, using the handbrake to slow down. And then I, I was, I would stick in the left lane because I knew if I was in the right lane and there was a car beside me, I'd probably just go straight into the side of them. So I would be in the left lane and go the long way around the roundabout and literally almost run it around the curb to get me around. And then, um, yeah, and we, yeah, we got it back to service and the boys just worked a miracle to get this thing repaired. I remember talking to Taylor, like, and you, and you were, what, the boys were basically, I was talking to Taylor and in the background there was sparks dropping from the MIG welder below yeah. his car. He's like, oh, it's all good, we're going to fix. When you see a MIG welder in a service park, <laughs> it's not a good sign. <laughs> no. But, but you weren't even late, were you? You weren't even late out of service for a few minutes or something. Uh, no. So we actually, we thought we were late out of service. We thought we were like three minutes late or something. But the, it was, we were really fortunate. The controllers were running late on the regroup out of service. Um, so we didn't take any penalties, which was really, really lucky. Yeah. But, yeah, one of, our, um, one of our service crew guys, Shannon, is just, he's just a legend on the welder. I give him a welder and he is just at home. So I think, I think he quietly enjoyed when I, um, when I brought the car back like that because yeah. <laughs> he got to crack the welder out. Yeah. So this was a 20-minute service, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, the short one. Service. Very, very quick. Nice uh, work. That, Shout out I, to Shannon. Look, that's what I love about rallying. It, it's not just the driver, it's the navigator, but it's also the service crew, and it's a, it's a full team yeah. sport in it. And it's just what a good, what, what's a, such a good story yeah. to like be yeah. hanging by a thread, just make it back to service, twenty minutes, just shoot it in, MIG welder, all of that, and then yeah. go on to do what you did throughout the weekend. Just what a story. Yeah. You 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 have that with you for a long time. 
Absolutely. Yeah. The funny thing was, so we got it all, um, we got it all repaired and it was, it was obviously it was a huge rush. Uh, and the, so it, it all gets put back on and the, um, I, I drive it out of the service park and, you know, the boys said, just go out, just do some weaving, jump on the brakes, just make sure it's not going to fall apart. Um, so I, I pulled out onto the road and the steering wheel was probably two o'clock right hand down for the car to track straight. And I was like, you know, no worries. That's, you know, kind of expect that. Um, anyway, we get out to this blue range stage, which was the first stage after the service and probably took me two or three Ks to get some confidence in it because, you know, I was, I sort of had in the back of my mind, like, you know, if it, if we have a right nine over a crest and I turn in and the wheel flies off, mm. you know, that, that's a bad day. Yeah. And anyway, we're picking our way through the stage about halfway through, there was sort of like a right hander over a brow into the left hander through a really big dip. And I come over this brow pushing hard into this dip and bang when we got into this dip and i thought wow that was a big hit anyway moving on get through the stage pull out onto the road at the end of the stage and the steering wheel was dead straight <laughs> so the mid-stage wheel alignment <laughs> yeah that's it wow. wheel alignment on the run yeah wow fully here for more taylor tips yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you tired of spending money on your wheel alignment? <laughs> come rallying <laughs> You just got to find the biggest dip in the forest yeah. and hit it as hard as you can. Uh, well nice. done, mate. What a story. It's <laughs> good. Yeah, it's interesting um, you said that about the service crew. How your um, your mate was excited to be able to fix something because it's true. You get mm. you're bringing these people across the country. Mm. You're asking them to fix your car, and then we show up and nothing goes wrong. <laughs> Our service crew were bored. They did nothing yeah, yeah. all weekend. You know, yeah, they, they cooked us noodles and made us coffee. Yeah, yeah cheers, Max. Maxie yeah. made us some noodles. Best noodles of the weekend. But, but yeah, it's true. You, you know, you bring these people out and it, it's mm. part of rallying. It's it's what, what some people live for. And they've got to get their hands dirty. Yeah, certainly when I service crew, I love, I love fixing <laughs> shit. I don't want to stand around all day. So please, please crash more. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> make it back to service, though. Yeah, yeah, make yeah. it back to service. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the caveat there. Uh, what, what else have we got interesting that happened at Canberra? Well, Guy, you've written conspiracies. Conspiracies. Which is a dangerous... It is, I don't know is what very you dangerous. Talk about, but this um, is dangerous. Oh, uh, look, I mean, there was there was a lot of expensive cars breaking. We won't, uh, you know, name names or anything, but there was a certain there was a certain Magna from South Australia that just had zero dramas, really. Mm. Yeah, had no problems yeah. at all. Okay. What are your thoughts on this, Taylor, before we dig holes for ourselves? This may be the last episode. episode. <laughs> to, to bring a car to Canberra and have zero issues, let alone a Magna, that is a quality effort. Thank, Thank you, Taylor. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, like, yeah. that thing that... must have been. That thing must have been a handful to throw around some of those tight stages. Uh, I'd like to thank the the wonderful uh, ladies and men at Tonsley Park who, who made the beautiful uh, TF Magda back in 1998. Yeah, but let's <laughs> not forget Thursday because we drove. You, you drove the car out of the tent. I thought, look, I prepared the car. I'll just pop the bonnet have a look and there was fuel pissing out of one of your injectors because you most used, of the injectors all six of the injectors were leaking because you'd put the wrong o-rings on so yeah. i'm like all right we'll get the manifold off we'll yeah, replace yeah, all the yeah. injector o-rings mm. anyway so we didn't catch fire so that was good mm. anyway yeah we, we had to spend about six hours preparing it on the before the rally started but look you anyway. know but what are your thoughts uh, on the cars that didn't finish taylor on these expensive cars that didn't finish or didn't start um, some of them. Mm, Clayton, what a yeah. just just I was ripped for him, mate. That that sucked. Yeah, I was pretty bummed about that as well because he I was sort of looking at him. Obviously, he was going to be the, the benchmark in production cup, 
So, um, yeah, I, it was weird because I didn't see him. Uh, I, like, he was a fair few. I think he was 10 cars in front of me or something. So I didn't see him leave service park or anything, which no worries. And then when I first looked at the times, which was after stage one, I didn't see a time for him. And I didn't see him in the stage or at the end of the stage or anything. And I was like, okay. And then, um, yeah, it wasn't until I got back to the service park when uh, I got told that, yeah, he didn't even start the event. And I was like, oh, that's that's a big shame. Because yeah. actually, I was out spectating on the Thursday test and the car sounded a bit weird, his, his Evo. It was making some uh, funny noises. Yeah, because it was a testing. They had problems, okay. wasn't it? So yeah. It up. Yeah. And, 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 like, obviously, we've seen uh, the dramas with Aidan Peterson and Ryan Williams um, obviously going out with mechanical dramas on the first stage, and that's that's gut-wrenching as it is, but not even to make the start of the rally. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I can actually relate to that in Canberra 2014. I don't really want to relive that memory. <laughs> Crack sump on the shakedown stage. Flew a sump Ooh. in from South Australia. Engine was still locked up. So, yeah, we, we won't go there. Um, tears. Yeah, <laughs> Much pain, um, but yeah, <laughs> Canberra can be yeah can can look be really good and and it can uh, rip your soul out at the same time. Something so. we were yeah even um we were like I remember standing there at the the park for May at the end of the event, all the cars parked against the fence, and there was well apart from the the big magnet, there was basically no car there with that didn't have damage on it. All mm. the cars had were missing flares or missing guards or guards smashed off or that hit something and bumpers yeah. half hanging off. And, and that was an interesting topic, wasn't it? That, those three, there was Lewis, Tom and Tim in the Evo who all hit that log and the big... Yeah, like, the mystery bright... log. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you do look at Tom Clarkson car of that stage and you can actually see the log sticking out it's in that corner. Yeah. Uh, but it was interesting and we thought maybe, uh, look, he hasn't done a lot of rallies in a left-hand drive, but then Tim Wilkins in, in the right-hand drive hit it, and, mm. and look, Lewis has had plenty of experience in, in left-hand drive Yaris's, and he, he managed to can open the side of his Wanted up the as well, yeah. there, so uh, that was really interesting. We were yeah, quite that was a strange confused. one. Yeah, I think a lot of people were confused yeah. when got the next regroup. I mean, look, I didn't hit at Apex all weekend, so I was that's never any way of hitting him. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's... We pulled into the regroup um, before the power stage, and Tim Wilkins pulls up behind me and I can see this ding in the in the guard and I, I said to him, was it a kangaroo? And he said, mate, I haven't got a clue what it was. Wow. It just went bang. And then sure enough, um, Tom, the car behind him, rocks up. Oh, what did you hit? No idea. Mm. Absolutely no clue. And then Lewis pulls up behind him. Oh, you've hit the same thing. No <laughs> idea what that hit. Oh, we thought it was a conspiracy at the time. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we were jumping to conclusions <laughs> there. Um, but yeah, I think because it was just a, such a fast section of stage, it really like we had it as a, like a fast nine right, and you're already looking up the straight to the next corner. Um, you, your focus wasn't quite on that corner. So, yeah, an interesting one there. Um, the, oh, the other conspiracy. All the were, were we waiting on? Um, this may get cut. Uh, but were we waiting for stage? What was a uh, uh, the the second stage of Sunday? And um, unfortunately, Eli Evans uh, running in a strong second. Was he, no, he was third at the time. Third, third position. But he was having a go, I think. He, was he, he go looked great, um, you know, improvement on the car and everything like that. So, you know, Eli Evans, third, third outright going into Sunday, unfortunately um, had a bit of an engine bay fire um, in SS, well, what we're going to call it SS2 on, on the Sunday stages. Um, unfortunately, his, his co-driver, Adam, um, got a bit of a, a hand burn from getting out the car. Um, from dive, he had to dive out the car. Dive, yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah. We were second on scene to that. Oh, really? Yeah, tell us, tell us more. Yeah, so we were. That was actually so. That's the first time I'd ever come across an SOS. Um, 
but at the start of the stage, they had notes about SOS things, but I think it was to do with SOS points. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. Um, like, you know, you just, you're sitting on the start line, you're just going through your own sort of preparation. And then, yeah, we're about, I think it was 4K from the end or something. And um, anyway, Kim, my co-driver says, car off. And then all of a sudden he goes, it's an SOS. And I looked over and the rally safety unit is just bright red. And I was confused because I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see anyone. And then I, I came around a corner and Matt Jelinek, photographer, was there. And he was like in the stance position, like expecting me to come around full speed. So I'm like, okay, so he hasn't got a clue what's going on. And then it wasn't until we come around this corner and then there was Kate, Catford was waving the SOS board um, and Brendo was stopped. And I saw Adam uh, Wright had his hands dunked in Brendo's camelback trying to cool them down because he got burned on the hands. Oh. And um, yeah, and then jumped out and went down um, and made sure that uh, the fire was out on Eli's car by the time we got there, but there was a chance that it could could go up again. That's scary on. stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah well, to I be think... honest, like I said, I said to the old man, um, when I got back, I said, like, for my own confidence, I'm glad that I didn't see a car burning to the ground. Yeah. I think it would have been sort of hard to keep going after that. Yeah, very tough. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, like, uh, another tangent here, sorry, but about seven years ago, I, I was about second on scene to Jack Bonkhouse's S15 crash, and that was that oh, was, yeah. that was scary stuff. Um, I, I don't know how you feel there. So, no, good on you for, for stopping, and good on um, friend of the show, Um Kate Catford for Friend of the show? Yeah, she wanted yeah. a shout-out, actually. She, <laughs> she did. did. That, so. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Okay. Going? She, um, Kate and my mum are going to listen to this episode, yeah. so we've got a total count of two. But she is someone you want at an SOS mm. incident, I mm. think. Kate was, I must say, she was switched on. Yeah. Um, like, I'd never encountered SOS. Like I, like, I knew what I was doing. I know the procedure and that, but until you actually got to put that into practice, mm. you really sort of work out what it is and yeah she was yeah she was all over it and she was on the phone and she was helping adam and because i think she's a nurse or something yeah like. that's right yeah well she um, works at a hospital i don't know what she does exactly but on, on your kate on your kate champion sure, yeah. um but so i going, think yeah. uh, we it's, it needs to be said that you were in the lucky seat um because we got stuck on a start mm. line for an hour mm. with no phone service and a bunch of rally drivers Yep, and and just wild theories. Just the absolute <laughs> yeah, I have heard about this. that was coming out of people's mouths. Yeah. Like, Chinese whispers, really. Oh my, there's yeah. three cars on top of each other. They're all on fire. <laughs> Rally's cancelled. Stage is cancelled. But no, no word of a lie. We're, we're sitting there and, and clearly there's a heap of fatalities going on. Oh, yeah. And then, no word of a lie, there's one helicopter. Oh, no. Two helicopters, three helicopters, four helicopters went over the yeah, top of us. Just out for a drive. Yeah, just, no worries. Just going for a yeah, helicopter. Yeah, and we're just thinking boat. the worst. The rally's over. You know, this is all bad. And then, oh no, yeah. it's the army and oh, you, you know, burn his hand. like uh, serious. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were yeah, here. But, but the helicopters were for the rally. No, the helicopters so, were for the rally cars. No. Yeah, so that was that was a bit freaky to, in itself, to be honest. And um, yeah, there was a lot of wild theories being sent yeah. around. Well, I we, think I, I I breathed a sigh of relief when. Um, when the MIV came back, mm. I think mm. that's like, all right. Yep. Well, yep. You know, yep. we're all good now, but um, there's still another half hour till we I started. I mean, we could talk about this stage for hours because there, there was a little bit of drama at the start of the stage, wasn't there? That's right. Yeah. Mm. Um, with uh, the, uh, did you get through the slippery spectator point without any trouble? Oh, just about. I mean, that was honestly. I mean, the spectator area, brilliant, great, like great thing for rallying and the people. The road that we had to go through to get through it absolutely diabolical they're so slippery and um some of the ruts and stuff were just like i i felt bad because i was not putting on a show at all but i was 
I mean, you saw what Luke did. Like, we did the same thing as far as understeer towards that wall, but obviously we didn't hit the wall. Um, but yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty slippery in there because you you turn onto grass, and everyone knows the grass. Like as soon as it gets wet and muddy, like it's it's just like ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was tricky. Through yeah, Luke. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Luke. Um, thank you very much, Luke Anier, for um, we knew about the corner, but uh, he was standing there with his OK board and a hand shaking us down. You know, mm. slow down, boys. In front of all the spectators, yeah. he had to stand there so, waving at people. Anyway, painful. but apparently Andy was telling us Andy Sarandis, his co-driver, as soon as Luke left, because after ten cars, whatever, you don't have to show the OK board anymore. Mm. As soon as Luke left, someone hit the concrete. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, soon the next car. Pretty slippery, but yeah. look, we were... Do you know like, who it was that hit the concrete? Oh, it was a New South Wales no idea. Yeah, yeah, Not putting on Luke at all. Fantastic job, mate. But um, yeah, look, we were all warned at the start of the stage and it was yeah. pretty obvious what oh, the corner was. It was obvious was. by the time you got there, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Anyway. yeah sort of almost on the same sort of lines. Um, in that SS5, the real slippery stage on the Saturday, mm. um, where Lewis Bates had gone off, um, you know where Anthony was standing, like just sort of the corner before mm, him. Yeah, um, yeah. And there was a like a left-hander over a crest that sort of tightened, and then it was a right-hander down to where Lewis had crashed. And we've come over this left-hander, and I just sort of fell off the crown of the road, and it was super slippery, and I, I actually slid down, and I went for the handbrake and, like, slid it right down into the bank and into the ditch. And then I saw Anthony standing there with the OK board, like, slowing me down. And the first thought I just had was, he is just going to think, I am an idiot. He's just watching me <laughs> absolutely clean up this bank. And his driver's gone off a corner later. And then from the rest of the stage, I just drove so slowly, just short shifted yeah. everywhere, braked about 10 metres early. And I think we like we still went fourth quickest in there. And that was the slowest, slipperiest driving I've ever done. Yeah. I do. I feel terrible for Lewis because, honest to God, like you just said, if, if they weren't there, 20 cars would have been in there. Like, it was yeah, ridiculous. more than likely. Yeah. Well, actually, if you, I found on YouTube the other night that... Cause Someone's got footage of, uh, I don't think of Lewis crashing, but they've got footage of him pulling the car out. And then there's a footage of about oh, five other cars all going off, like in the same sort wow. of vicinity in the next few corners. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Like these spectators, it was like straight out of Europe. You see the videos of all the cars going off <laughs> in the same corner. Oi, 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 oi. Yeah, I mean, we, we went off about three corners after him, um, like just understeered off a right-hander and fortunately managed to grab mm. reverse and get back on. But, yeah, just diabolical stuff and just a sort of yeah. survival <laughs> to get yeah. to the end of that. Yeah, good. We did ha- I did have one thing we need to talk about. Um, so on the uh, one of the last stages over the jump, the, uh, the bridge mm. jump. Mm. The t- tunnel jump. The tunnel Cohen. jump. There was a Mitsubishi. I got an email mid-air from the aviation board saying I had to register this plane. <laughs> and then we landed and my back still sore. Now, we haven't found the photo yet. No. There was a I photographer. I almost hit a photographer on the down ramp. You've got to remember it, mate. Um, so if, if the photographer's out there, if someone knows who was there on the second pass... Second pass of Womboyne. Second pass of Womboyne, there was a plane, a Mitsubishi badge plane... Mm. It didn't land nicely. It, no, my no, back's still no. sore. But, um, <laughs> Clearly, the landing gear wasn't put out. No. <laughs> and your GoPro was off. <laughs> the GoPro was off, so we haven't got any... The one time we needed it. Unfortunately. So yeah. um, so that's just out there. We'll get... If anyone knows the photographer, mm. one boy in second pass at the tunnel jump. Mm. Ah, um, so thank you, Canberra. Thanks once again for destroying a heap of cars and destroying a lot of dreams as well. Anyway, so wrapping cool. up our Canberra thoughts, 
please send us a photo of a jump. Um, now, there was an email last week, uh, we got yesterday actually, about how mm. there are not many entries for WA yet. Yeah, I don't think um, so. I think, I think there's about four so far mm. for the ARC mm. component. So hopefully people can go across. But like you said, I think um, I think the problem is that the, the, the Western Australian COVID rules are making it really hard. True. You've got, yeah. if you catch COVID in WA, you're stuck there for 14 days, mm. from what I understand. Yeah, um, right. It's so a hard it's, one because, you you know, you've come off the back of Canberra where we had so many entries. The field was huge. The You know, mm. the hype around the whole thing was massive. And then, you know, it, it's hard for the championship when you go to WA for round two and no one rocks up. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it is. Hopefully, hopefully they can get through it. Hopefully, look, we've mm. got six weeks. Maybe the rules are going to change in six mm. weeks. Let's hope for that. But, I mean, COVID, uh, you know, pending, it's also, you know, we've got Van Gisbergen, who was sort of a run-round deal, hopefully a few later in the year. Brendo, who we'd love to see back in that Hyundai. Hopefully, he has captured the imagination of Hyundai and, and, and can get back for a few more rounds. But, not guaranteed at the moment, mm-hmm. and and we're really hoping um, Eli can get over there as well. But um, maybe mm-hmm. a bit of engine a... bay fires can be. I mean, expensive. Who knows, and... who knows what? Yeah, program. yeah. yeah right. I mean, from what I've heard, Eli's not going. So, and then yeah. you've got uh, Lewis, who mm. I was I was really excited by at Canberra. He's he said some great times, times especially great. the first day. Uh, but from the championship point of view, it's you know it's not looking great if you've been mm. dropped out of Canberra. So. Mm. From the championship side of things, if we only get Harry over there, you know, we're, mm. we're back to 2019. And, and, and we? hopefully we get the, the active rally sport um, guys over yeah, there. Which, Aaron's going over, yeah. isn't he? I think they're Aaron. keen to go over there, yeah. Yeah. So, so hopefully hopefully they all can represent uh, for the Victorians over there. And obviously, yeah, um, for, for, for Aaron and um, for Quinny and mm. uh, Troy, they didn't have a... An amazing weekend, all had sort of uh, either smallish issues and mechanical issues, uh, but yeah, hopefully that can bounce back over in over in Perth. Definitely, mm. um, I'll be going over. I'm service crewing mm. for Molly, mm. so second second place junior, second place junior um, in Canberra. So well That's done, great. Molly. Good job, Molly. Um, yeah, I'll be I'll be service crewing. So um, hopefully she breaks something. Mm. Is all I can say. <laughs> Give you something to do. That's right. Uh, no, uh, it's a long drive. I don't want to drive to Canberra to eat cup noodles again. How long, how long does it take you to get from Adelaide to um to Perth? I think it's about 30 hours. It's like 26, 27 hours. Yeah. But Two and a half days is, I think. Yeah, yeah never done it. Right. And it's both ways. Once you're there, you're not done. you got to go back. you got to go home again. Yeah, unless you get COVID. That's right. Then you're yeah. stuck there for two yeah. weeks. <laughs> don't rat test people. Yeah. <laughs> it. You can't get it if you don't test for it. That's right. That's right. That's that's, that's, a that's public health advice from Taylor Gill. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> totally Taylor's idea there. <laughs> so, right. yeah, I, I, I went off that. I went off that theory, and then the first test I did, it was positive. So, oh, no. <laughs> very good. Oh, well, anyway, good good weekend. Anyway, so I'm um, moving moving on, rallying around the world. Uh, I think we've got a Targo rally coming up this week in in, in New Zealand as a ripper entry. Um, a clear favourite, like always, uh, with Mr. Hayden Patton uh, in his Hyundai, uh, looking at to set a few new stage records, hopefully. But a, a really invigorated sort of uh, New Zealand rally championship field behind him with um, Ben Hunt in this factory factory uh, Skoda backed um, mm. uh, five Fabia. Um, and I think there's a couple of this this. Uh, I forgot his name, but there's a guy backed by Ford, and then there's Jack Hawkswood, who's actually in a Yaris and backed by um, Toyota yeah. in New Zealand. So yeah, the, the NZRC field is expanding heaps. It's really cool. Mm. 
Yeah, and especially the manufacturer sort of backing as well is really exciting. Mm. So, do you know what yeah. that Yaris is? Is that an X Nil Bates Yaris or what? No, by the looks, it just looks like a probably an AP4 um, built over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Stand to be corrected, uh, but yeah, really, really strong field over there. And, and look, they'll have a really strong, all have a really strong showing in Rally New Zealand coming up later in the year, which we've seen a bunch of Australians want to try and enter, uh, like the Bates and, and and a friend of the show, friend of the show, friend of the show, Adrian, 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 our mate, Mister W, Mister ARC, Mister ARC yeah. Daddy, we call him. <laughs> <laughs> Big dog, big dog. Adrian um, is entering uh, Rally New Zealand, and and I've heard Shane Van Gisbergen seen an article that he is potentially going to enter his home WRC event, which would be really exciting. Yeah, sweet. There we go. Yeah, very good. So really, yeah, look, going to follow a target on the weekend, and yeah, it's always good following New Zealand Rally Championship. Um, they do a good job, especially with some of their live videos online. Hmm. Um, what else? San Remo, San, San Reno. Rally San Remo. Really don't know much about it. They probably make pasta near there or something. They, oh, that's where they make the pasta. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. That's sick. I think uh, Craig Breen. Any look, Craig Breen's entering in any rally that Craig enters is worth sort of having a having a look at and having to follow and you know watching his uh, his Instagram reel and mm. seeing a couple of the comments he comes up with. But he had pretty strong competition with Matt Dodsberg um, uh, entering the what's, rally. What's Matt driving? No idea. What's Craig driving? Hopefully, they're both in. Um, really old Skodas. They're not going to be in really old Skodas, though, probably are they? Probably not. They're yeah. probably in really new Skodas. Uh, or, yeah. Or Fords. Cool. Because if Craig's in the Puma, then Mads isn't going to beat him, is he? <sighs> you know, Mads is always my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. At the time he lost Hayden in the New Zealand, is that when he was your favourite? No comment. Anyway. Um, WRC Croatia. This is a big hey, one. Now we're talking. We've been waiting Here a month for this. Look, there has been a massive. Like, there was a pretty big gap between, uh, like, um, uh, Mon Monte, Monte Carlo, Carlo and Sweden. There was a whole month, and we were just like, we we're almost depressed. Yeah. <laughs> the big, big gap was. And look, Rally Sweden. Uh, I thought it delivered. Zane didn't think it delivered. He thought it was pretty, pretty boring. I've already dropped about the it. Snow flat out. Didn't. Even no, it happened. To be no, no, it was not existent really. But two months off, we're with thirteen two days months. out. What a joke! What a How, joke. However, so we're, yeah, we're getting close to Rally Croatia, and then I've added it up. Um, you know, I don't like rallying at all, but there's three three weeks between each WRC event for the rest of the year. So, um, yeah, we're, we're going to have our rally fix every couple of weeks, um, guys. So that'll be really mm. exciting. But um, WRC Croatia ran for the first time in the in the World Rally Championship last year. Tarmac Rally. Uh, really exciting finish to the rally with Elf and Evans just being pipped by Sebastian Oja in the last mm -hmm. stage. Um, it will be interesting, obviously, with with no Sebs there. Um, and hopefully that we're looking... We've got the Puma being the favourite, looking at Carlo's results in the tarmac. Well, I've been let down by M Sport this year. I had um, incredible, incredibly high hopes. They've had one bad rally, mate. Yeah, but one out of two, <laughs> that's 50% hit record. That's not very good, you know? And... Um, my, my mate, um, Formo, he's – does he have it? Does he have what he's, it takes? He's, a, he's, on the, he's on the up, mate. He's on the up. Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see in mm. a few weeks. And um, Craig, Craig's – obviously, Craig's got so much potential. Incredibly mm. fast driver. But we need that championship consistency because I'm not talking about M Sport winning a couple rallies. I'm talking about M Sport winning a championship. And well, I don't know if that's happening anymore. Mm. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see in two weeks. Yeah, uh, Taylor, Taylor, thoughts? Any any excitement for Croatia for yourself? Any any hot tips who might win or who do, do well? 
Uh, I'd like to see Craig Breen win. To be honest, like as I just said to, to Zane a couple of minutes ago, I've sort of almost lost touch with following the WRC as closely as what I used to. I think I just get so consumed in in the ARC and following that as well and just everything and life and all that sort of thing that, you know, I, I sort of struggle sometimes to find the time to sit down and, and watch all the WRC. But, of course, like I always follow it on the social medias and that, but I yeah, definitely don't follow it as closely as what I what I did. Like, I th- as I said, I, I couldn't even tell you who won Sweden last rally. Honestly, I probably couldn't either. <laughs> no. so, some teenager. I think he's younger than you, Taylor, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And now <laughs> you're on. Just reach the pedals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, it's funny you say that. WRC is gaining a lot of popularity recently. Mm. Last year or the last couple of years helped them a lot mm. with the championship but yeah the wrc plus is just such a great all um, live yeah it, it's it's fantastic it's it's really changed the changed the face of rallying um yeah but what what's really changed the face of rallying is wrc fantasy league yeah which <laughs> and especially like especially with the rigorous podcast with zane and gt's uh league uh, or that team whatever you mm. call it i didn't think you wanted to speak about this anymore because you weren't winning <sighs> Uh, yeah, you reminded me, actually. <laughs> oh, moving on. No, we don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> no, no, we'll talk about it. It's okay. So I'm going to come up. It's only, we're only two rounds in, mate. Yeah, only two rounds in, yeah. <laughs> still losing. <laughs> yeah, guys, guys, uh, GT's um, team isn't doing too well, but um, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, Elfin's going to do well for me in um, yeah. Croatia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see myself as like a bit of an Adamo with okay. my team running abilities. Just yeah, it's all coming together. No the, loyalty. The guy, the guy that got Put sacked whoever you want in. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Leave it, Damo alone. <laughs> he left. He left on his own accord. He decided to leave. He wanted to go do other things. So yeah, um, look, anyone wanting to try and enter our, our fantasy league, it's wrcfantasyleague.com or something like that. Just Google Just it. Just Google you, it. You don't, you don't put a claim in www anymore. So yeah, find that Thanks, out. Guy. We'll send you a link and a password. We'll send you a um, a letter in the mail so you can Probably fill in your www. Yet? No, we don't have anything. No. Taylor's feeling ripped. He's... We don't have an intro to the podcast, guy. <laughs> we gonna have a hat? <laughs> we really need stickers. We really need to really need to organise ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did promise Taylor fame and glory, and um... <laughs> we'll deliver. We'll deliver <laughs> one day, mate. One day. Um, so, no, thanks for coming on the show today, Taylor. Um, okay. Again, legendary effort. You've got a lot to be proud of there, mate, and it's, a, it's an amazing story. And, yeah, hopefully you can back that up in, in Tassie and, and for the rest of the year. Is there anyone yeah. you wanted to shout out to um, the weekend? Uh, the weekend is gone. I think a big shout-out has to go out to, to mum and dad. Um, you know, if it wasn't for them, then then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be there. I'd probably be oh, – who knows? I'd probably be – playing video games or I don't know, kicking a soccer ball around or something, doing something other than driving cool cars fast through the bush. Um, so yeah, obviously yeah, big thanks to them um, and to all my, my sponsors and my partners um, and, and my service crew. Like if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for the work that those boys did on Saturday morning, like, oh man, everyone had just Taylor Gill, who's that? You know? So it really all goes out to, to them. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have finished that rally. I wouldn't, I would have done, Three stages. That's it. See you later. Go home. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, what's next? What's next for you? Uh, well, Rally Tassie's next. Um, but, yeah, obviously, we've got a, a bit of re-prepping to do. Um, but so, yeah, we've got to get a front guard for it. And, you know, alloy bonnets for Subarus aren't super easy or cheap to come by. So, we'll have to um, yeah, get that prepared. And Any state rounds you're planning on doing this year over there? Uh, no. Nah. We've sort of tossed and turned the idea of doing Rally of the Bay. Um, 
in in Bateman's Bay, but it's it falls close um, to a few few of the IRCs. Um, as far as the blind rally stuff, we're not really we don't plan on doing that. Um, so it's it's a, it's almost hard to swallow because uh, we're leading the New South Wales Championship now, um, and you know we're not going to round two. Um, so you know it's, it's kind of it's almost. Try, mate. Yeah, I know it's sort of tempting to to go. Oh, you know, we could just make an entry in, but you know, we're not sort of we're not chasing the New South Wales Championship this year. Um, and the blind rallies, I'm not really, I'm not really a big fan of the blind rallies, and I don't, I don't think I've done one blind rally, and I don't, I didn't really gain anything from it. Um, mm. You know, people say, you know, I, you know, learn to do blind rallies. It teaches you to read the road, and it helps out with your pace noted rallies. I, I didn't find that. Um, I all, all I, all I thought of the blind rallies was. It was just dangerous. You're preaching to the choir here, Taylor. <laughs> uh, Although we have to cut Guy off because the podcast is on an hour longer. <laughs> we have to talk about blind rallies. However, we need to balance the scales. So um, when we get Nathan Quinn on, we, we'll have a strong representative for blind, yeah, blind rallies. Don't talk to him about blind rallies. Loves it. Uh, it's been a few few beers shared and 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 and, and blind rallying um, being. Uh, uh, Preach to me as the best uh, motorsport there is. Yeah, okay. He's an old soul, yeah. isn't he? He's he, a Datsun he enthusiast Mazda. deep down. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't know yeah. what pistons people, are. People say to me, oh, you know, you young blokes, you're all soft and road books are where it at and you're going to learn to drive the right... Whatever, mate. How it's, how much yeah. better is it when you can commit to a right hand, right seven over crest, flat, hold it flat, turn in early. Like, mm. that's so much better than going, oh, I don't know where the road goes. I don't know where the road goes. <laughs> Well, there you go. We've pissed off the Historic Rally Association. Yep, that's, uh... <laughs> Not who I thought we were going to piss off on this podcast. Probably weren't listening to... anyway, but never will. <laughs> no. no we'll, get, we'll set him a record of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. Thanks, Zane. Um, yeah, till next time. Right. It's the regret. Thank you. Thank See you, you next time. Easy. Thanks, boys.